Hey everybody, this is Michelle Leffler from Living Moon Meditation, and you're listening to Jewish Magic Podcast, the show that blends ancient earth-based practices, Kabbalah, medieval rituals, amulets, and more for people who love magic, witchcraft, and Judaism. Do you love listening to this podcast? I'd love to have you give me a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. And if you'd like to help me keep the lights on, I'd appreciate a donation. You can do that at livingmoonmeditation.com slash podcast. So Shabbat runs from or through the months of January and February. Okay, now we the color that corresponds to the month of Shabbat is green, blue-green, and the crystal correspondence is chrysolite. If you're looking at the breastplate of the high priest, the corresponding crystal is chrysolite. Now, we don't know in modern-day terms exactly what chrysolite is, but my studies have led me to believe that it is peridot. And if you research this on your own, you're going to find that there are a lot of claims as to what this is. But my research and my understanding leads me at this point in time to believe that it is parent. But the blue-green color and the crystal correspond to the tribal association. And for the month of Shabbat, it is Asher, is the tribal leader. So we will talk, be talking about Asher in a few moments. Before we get into that, I want to talk about the zodiac sign, our constellation, Dali, which is Aquarius, the pale. We can talk about the Aquarian age for sure because we're either in it or we're about to be in it at some point in the near future. But it relates to the month of Shabbat because Shabbat is the month of Aquarius. So Aquarius being the pale, which holds water, most people think of Aquarius as a water sign, but it's not. It is an air sign. Now the constellation itself is not about the water within the bucket. It's about the bucket. So the air being what carries the water. The primary action of the bucket is to pump and draw water. That is its role, to draw water from one place to another. And on Shabbat, it allows us to bring abundance and bliss from the upper world into our lives. So being related to air elements, um, Aquarius is characterized with great intellect, and this explains the great desire of Aquarius for knowledge. So if you are an Aquarius or you know an Aquarius, that is one of the characteristics is the desire for knowledge. Now, Aquarius is ruled by the planet Uranus. And Uranus also connects to the air element with intellectualism, innovations, new concepts that will bring the world to a higher level of consciousness. Um, Aquarian 
Americans are rebellious by nature. They are constantly faced with questions concerning their individuality, their uniqueness, their identity. And this is the reason why Aquarians strive to break old boundaries. For Aquarius, the past is just one moment in time, and they disconnect from the past in order to reach a fresh, unfamiliar reality and to define, define truth to fit the current times. Now, in terms of the planet Uranus itself, Uranus orbits the sun every 84 years, um, which explains why people my age, between approximately 40 and 42 years of age, have what's termed in modern times as the midlife crisis. Um, between the ages, and these are approximate ages, so it can happen a little before, a little later, whatever. Um, but I happened this year to fall right smack in between at 41. But um, people between the ages of 40 and 42 often start to question the meaning of their life and questioning their purpose and making plans for the next 40 or so years for the remainder of the Uranus cycle around the sun. The letter, the Hebrew letter that corresponds to the month of Shabbat is Zadik. And Zadi symbolizes a righteous person, the true Zadik. Um, and the Zadik is... The Zodiac and the letter Zodiac actually fit in with Aquarius quite well. If you think about, okay, in the Torah we see water or the tree of life, the Torah itself, referred to as water. So the Zodiac, the righteous person, would be the Pell, the um, Dali, so the Aquarius, the Aquarian that carries the water to the rest of the world. So, the consummate Zodiac of the generation personifies the tree of life in the Garden of Eden. The letter Zodiac, and especially in the final form, because there are a few letters, if you're familiar with Hebrew letters, there are a few that have a different form when they fall at the final letter in a word. And Zadi is one of those letters. It looks one way if it's at the beginning or in the middle of a word, but if it's the last letter in a word, it looks different. It, the shape of it is different. And these are called Sophit letters, final letters. And Zadi, um, Sophit is one of those letters. It resembles in the final form a tree. In any form, the letter Zadi, um, resembles a tree, but in the final form especially. So, you can look up, if you're not familiar with the letters, you can look up what they look like, and you'll definitely want to look up this one, because it does resemble a tree. So, in the Torah, man is called the tree of the field. Okay, in terms of gematria, tree of the field equals 474. And that's also the number in gematria of the word knowledge. So that corresponds with Aquarius as well. 
the word knowledge in Hebrew implies the power of connection. So the month of Shabbat is connecting the Zadi of the generation to the tree of life of the generation. People of the sign of Aquarius are also related to redemption um, in the future messianic age. The connection between Aquarius and redemption is the enormous hunger for drawing knowledge from the universe. Knowledge is power and also the base for true freedom. And this redemption will come when all people are Zadokim or righteous people. So that hits the letter Zadi um, being the letter that corresponds to now, in terms of tribal affiliation, we have Asher. And the name Asher means pleasure and happiness. Jacob, when he was blessing his sons, blessed Asher, saying, From Asher comes delicious bread, and he shall provide the delicacies of the king. So we see from this that Asher represents taste and eating, which happens to be the sense that corresponds to the month. Um, but in terms of Asher specifically, um, the tribal symbol, the totem symbol for Asher is the olive tree, um, which can be symbolic of the tree of life. Olive trees also give goodly oil, which Asher's portion in the land of Israel was blessed with um, lots of olive trees, so it was glowing with oil. Of the seven species of the land of Israel, the olive is the sixth. If you're looking at the tree of life, we're supposed to eat from the tree of life. The Zodic re receives great pleasure eating from the tree of life. So, in terms of spirituality, the Torah being the tree of life, the righteous person devours Torah um, as much as possible. Not literal, physical eating the Torah, but eating in the spiritual sense of consuming the knowledge within the Torah. So, that divine spark of life is present within the food he eats. So, um... We see from this the spiritual concept that man does not live on bread alone, but on each utterance of the mouth of God. So, the time of greatest pleasure in partaking of food is on the day of Shabbat. The word for satisfy his soul is cognate to the word for seven. So, that alludes to the seventh day of Shabbat. And a true righteous person experiences the pleasure of Shabbat of Shabbat the entire week. Um, in the Zohar, the Zadik is called Shabbat. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Jewish Magic. Want more Jewish Magic? Be sure to sign up for my email list. The link for that, sources for today's episode, and anything else related to our topic can be found in the show notes. It's truly been my pleasure to talk to you today. 
If you liked this episode or you think it will be useful for someone else, please consider leaving a review on your favorite podcast app. 